have found the Genesis frequency. This is Dr. Stephen J. Kismina welcoming you in to another episode of a show that focuses on your whole life prosperity and success. Whole life prosperity and success by cooperating with the universal laws that are available to each and every one of us. This is Quantum Leap Goal Achievement, Radical Personal Transformation, Whole Life Prosperity and Success. Now, stay tuned for another exciting episode that'll move the needle in your life from where you are now to where you want to be. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it may be. Wherever you are in the world, welcome in to another episode of the Genesis Frequency Personal and Professional Development. Welcome in. We're taking a dive and we will continue to take a dive into all that improves us personally, professionally, in our corporate work, on our corporate team, or in our small business, or just our lives individually. Last week, I talked about doing everything, every task, no matter how small or how large, bringing excellence to it. Bring excellence into everything we do and every thought and every word and every action and encouraging you to see by doing that, what will be the sum total of your results at the end of the day when everything you do, you do with excellence. You know, and you can make some choices, too, to wrap some other things in there, too. Make, wrap some other qualities. You can wrap love into everything that you do and every word that you speak and action that you take. Certainly, we can make that a practice. And one of the reasons that we do this is, of course, the main reason is because we're going to get the results that we want to experience. We're going to get if we put excellence into everything we do, we're going to get excellent results. It's just how it works, right? But think of the ways, really, for an exercise of what you can wrap into your tasks throughout the day, as I just suggested. Because this is one way that we're going to tame that inner chatter. You can call it the monkey mind. You can call it inner critic, whatever you want to call it, but it's always going on. And that's what I want to continue to address. I, I shared last week that we'd look at some other ways that we can kind of settle this inner dialogue that is always going on, that is ceaseless. And so often it's very critical or it's very negative. Or it's trying to talk us out of our hopes and dreams and aspirations and desires. And it's based on the programming that's been established for a long, 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 long time. Some of it, you know, before we even showed up here. DNA and genetics, we, we formed some, or we inherited, I should say, some behavioral patterns that developed into habits, and along with those behavior patterns that developed into habits, well, there were things in there that are probably not very supportive of the life we would love to live. So 
this inner critic is saying all the time, what it's really doing is it's feeling threatened and it doesn't want you to step out of your comfort zone. And when we listen to it, we run the risk of being drawn back in, just like a fishing, think of a fishing pole or fishing reel and your fisherman's reeling in the fish. And that's what this, this ego mind or this monkey chatter, this inner dialogue or this inner critic is trying to do real us back into what it thinks is a safe zone. And what do we do? We're creatures of habit. We engage this mind. We enter into dialogue. We, we argue with it, right? No, I'm doing this. No, you're not. Yes, I am. And we got this inner argument going on as we're going about our day. This is one of the reasons I invited you to bring excellence to everything you do. I mean, you're just slamming the door on that inner dialogue, that inner critic, when you are so laser focused to bring excellence to every task. Think about what that will be like if, if you set the intention at the beginning of every day, I'm going to bring excellence to every task. I'm going to wrap it. I'm going to make sure there's a thread of, of, of love and understanding through through all of my thoughts, my words, and my actions throughout this day. And I'm setting that intention right now. Now, you may not be perfect throughout the day, but if that's your intention and you strive for that with every task at hand, your results are going to be pretty darn good. So what are some other things that we can do? We focused on the excellence, so we got that, right? And we want to push away the, that critical voice, too. So, number one, we don't want to listen to it, right? If it's, if it's beating us up, I mean, the inner voice does a lot of different things, but the critical voice, the critical chatter is often beating us up, criticizing us. And it's, it's coming from, oh my God, it's coming from parents and teachers and programming. And like I said, genetics and, and things from our childhood. And those voices are raising up and we're hearing them. We might even hear them in the voice of the critical parent or teacher. So if it's not, if the voices, the chatter, the inner dialogue is not supportive of what we want to experience in our lives, be sure you don't, you just don't listen to it. Do you ever try arguing with somebody that doesn't argue back, right? It, it soon dissolves, right? So we don't want to listen to it. We don't want to argue with it. We don't really want to engage it if it's out of alignment with what you want in your life, with, with your ideal, what you want to move into your experience. You know, that chatter will often serve its purpose by being a reminder. Hey, don't forget, you got to pick the clothes up at the cleaners. Don't forget that. You got to pick the kids up from school. Don't forget, you got a paper due in two weeks. So, so you know, in that situation, it's serving, uh, it's functional, right? It's effective. But don't engage any critical nature of your mind. Now, certainly, if you move into a time of, of decision and discernment, you're consciously involved with a decision-making process. And that's a little bit different than, than this monkey chatter that's going on. 
another thing we can do is really stay in the moment. Now, I had a, a you know, a, a purpose with the focusing on excellence because number one, it's going to bring us great results and I'm all about cause and effect. But focusing on excellence is focusing on the present moment of right here and right now. And that's another method, another effective tool we can use to stay in the moment. Now, we want to focus on staying in the moment. There's, there are some other things that we can do, like we can lock into our breath. If we notice that this chatter just won't shut up, we can just kind of push back, start to notice our breathing. Our breathing is taking place in this moment. We can develop even perhaps a mantra. I am on my path. I am bringing excellence to all that I do. You can form your own mantra, your own affirmation, your own affirmative statement, your own affirmative thought, and work it into the rhythm of your breathing. That brings you fully present to the moment instead of the monkey chatter that's taking you to some place that place and time that may not ever happen, right? Because it's either going, that monkey mind is usually going to someplace in the future or someplace in the past. It very rarely is right here unless it's super critical. Like, why'd you do that? What are you doing that for? You know, we hear that. So you just bring yourself back to this present moment. Breathe, develop an affirmative statement or a mantra that is in rhythm with your breath. And that will help you a great deal. And just work with this. You know, gratitude is key. If you can just shift to gratitude, gratitude right now, right here, even lock it into your rhythm of breathing or your affirmative statement, I'm so happy and grateful I am on the right track. I am so happy and grateful I have made the decision, set the intention, and made the commitment to achieve my worthy ideal, and I am doing that now in this moment. There's, you know, if you work with it and play with it and you weave gratitude into it, you can develop your own that will be very, very powerful. So I encourage you to do that. I'm just clicking away here. Some things are coming up here in the studio on the screen. I don't like that. All right, sorry about that. So gratitude is is key. And then just, you know, notice your thoughts. And I say in almost every show, hey, we get, we have 40 to 60,000 thoughts a day and they're taking place every day. And most of these thoughts are the same thoughts that we had yesterday. So we, we want to, we want to notice, we want to notice the, the monkey chatter. Is it coming from habitual thought? Are these the same conversations and dialogue and, and monologues that have taken place every day? Is it that same voice? So one way we can identify is it, is it coming from love or is it coming from fear? The inner chatter that's coming from love is, is that inner dialogue turning into our cheerleader. And that's what we want. We want, we want to do this. And what we're really doing here is we're conditioning our mind to be fully present in the moment and to be supportive of everything that we want to move into our, our experience. 
and again, and I remind you almost every show, this is for anyone, anyone. doesn't matter how old you are. doesn't matter if you're a student or if you're a C-suite executive and you're working on things in the corporations, corporate goals, whether you're a small business owner, working on what's next, working on growing that small business, or an individual working on what you want to accomplish and achieve in your life. We are wired the same way when it comes to this stuff. So take it and apply it. Prove it in your own life, and you will see the results. You'll say, yeah, you know, it sounded simple. It sounded elementary when he was talking about it, but it works. All these things that I talk about, I've modeled and demonstrated in my life. And, you know, the, the transformation I made is, you know, it's just unbelievable. But this, we're not talking about me right now. So another thing we can do is we can make some quick decisions. When we are just spending so much time getting ready to get ready to get ready to decide, well, we're opening up that space for that monkey mind to have some fun. I mean, it's clapping its hands, rubbing them together and saying, all right, I got that opening now. You know, I got the ball. He gave me the ball. I'm on offense now. And, you know, we have to make some quick decisions. Certainly do your due diligence, gather your information and make a decision. Decide on whatever it is you're working on. Make a choice and, and support yourself in it. Hey, it's not going to always be the right choice, but you've heard it said before, sometimes we fail our way to success. We have to step out and say, no, I'm, I made this decision. I gathered my information. I feel it's the right one in this moment. Here's my choice, and I'm going to move forward. And we're going to learn from it either way. So what does that make the choice? It makes it the right choice because there's wisdom gained in that choice no matter what. So, so make quick decisions. Another thing that we can do to get away from the monkey chatter is to notice what's going on in our environment. Now, you hear me say all the time that this is about living from the inside out rather than from the outside in. Now, there's a paradox in this, in this situation, on this subject that we're talking about, when we're moving away from the inner critic and the negative inner dialogue and the negative monkey chatter and monkey mind, when we want to move away from that because it's getting so loud, because it's really annoying us and inner irritating us and we just can't shake it, we've tried some of these other things. In this situation, we want to move outside of our head just kind of get outside of our head for a, a moment. So we push back and we can do some of the breathing work and notice what's in our environment, start to notice some things in our environment and engage the senses. Because see, what we've really done is we've shut off the senses. We've been so focused on what's going on subjectively on the, you know, on the inside that we want to do a pattern interrupt. So what we do is, is we engage the senses, and there's, we have five senses, right? So we can do this. We can, can say, okay, what am I seeing in my environment? What have I taken for granted every day? Or, or maybe not. Or, you know, just look around your room. Look around your office. Look around your home or outside. Notice something that 
perhaps you haven't noticed before or in a while. I, I, you know, I don't know when I hung that on the bulletin board, or I don't, I don't remember that tree being that tall or that flower having that many petals on it. Just start to notice something that you see. Maybe notice something that you smell. See, we're staying, we're remaining in the present moment, which is part of mindfulness, right? But we're coming outside the head, getting out of our head, and placing our thoughts momentarily in our environment. So we want to just see something, right? Just see something. It doesn't have to be something new. Just focus on something for a moment. We want to, maybe we notice something that we hear in our environment. I never noticed that sound before. And we're doing this without judgment. We're doing it with curiosity. And we're doing it just to notice, just to pay attention for a moment. I never noticed that tapping sound before. And on and on and go. Why, you know, so we hear it. What about uh, a fragrance or, or a smell you might notice? What we're doing, we're moving through and engaging all the five senses. Can you still taste? Can you taste, you know, the, uh, the lingering taste of a delicious breakfast or lunch or recalling the way that that tasted or the anticipation of a, of a dinner and, and having a favorite treat, perhaps? What, did, what does that taste like? Recall the, the memory of tasting. We're doing a couple things here. We're working that mental faculty of memory. Or maybe we, it's just time for a, you know, a snack, a healthy snack or a treat or a piece of fruit or vegetables or you know, protein bar or something like that. And engage, notice mindfully what you're tasting. How about what can you touch? Maybe you're just sitting at your desk and there's some things on your desk that have been there. It doesn't matter what it is. It can be a staple remover, maybe a paperweight, you know, a bottle of water. Just pick it up and feel and engage the feeling. How does it feel? What does it feel like? So we're engaging five things, five senses to get, help us get out of our head for a little bit. And, and you can engage this for as long or as, as short as you want to do it, but it's just a pattern interrupt for that monkey chatter because we're not going to be engaged in the inner dialogue with that inner critic in that argument if we're now focused on the outside. Yeah, we want to live our lives from the inside out. Don't ever forget that. But there's tools that we can use in our outer world to support our inner world to be more efficient and effective when it comes to our thoughts, we want everything to be building, building us for the dream that we have identified. And one of the reasons what I've been talking about today and what I've talked about in the last episode is with those paradigms, we have to recognize, even though I've, I've, I've given you the definition of a paradigm over and over and over again, that it's a habitual, you know, it, it's, it's a multitude of habits right? A multitude of habits that form our habitual behavior. And most of those are, are non-supportive. And that's why we get the same results over and over and over again, because no matter how hard we try, we, we slip into those habitual patterns and behaviors in that programming. What we're doing in this last episode and this episode is recognizing that Habitual behavior is not just habitual actions. 
right? Oh, that's what people think about when we talk about oh, habitual behavior, paradigms or habitual behavior or habitual, you know, habits that have almost exclusive control over our habitual behavior. So they're always thinking actions. What we have to recognize is, is thoughts can be habitual. Our speech and our word track, inner and outer, can be habitual. I notice when I listen back to a podcast, I, I, I can often get into the habit of saying, right, you know, or, or listen, you know, some things like that. So, so we have habits of thoughts, we have habits of words, along with habits of action. So we have to be mindful of these things. What is, is showing up? And, and it, it might be a, a neutral habit. You know, it's, it, we, we don't identify it as good or bad or supportive or not or supportive. It just is. Maybe it's just part of our personality and it's just part of who we are. But I'm talking about habitual thoughts, words, and actions that are not supportive of the life we would love to live. They have to be identified. They have to be replaced. And I have plenty of material out there on that. We can talk about that next time a little bit. We've talked about that quite a few times this year, though. So go back, listen to all these podcasts, because we're out of time for today. Just looking at the clock there, yeah, we're out of time for today. I want to remind you, if you need help like this, we have more people reaching out. So I want to just uh, have a big shout out to to those that, hey, maybe they were a little bit afraid to reach out and talk to uh, talk to Fiona this week. And, um, and I encourage others to reach out more and more people are reaching out. I don't bite and just have a conversation about what it is you want to achieve in your personal life or in your professional life or in your corporation when it comes to corporate goals or on your corporate team or in your small business, what you want for you individually, whether it's relationships, whether it's health and physical fitness, whether it's time and money freedom or an abundance of any of those things, you know, reach out. Let's just have a conversation. I love, love, love having a conversation, especially with those of you that listen to the show. So reach out successappointment.com is a way to get right on my calendar. It's not a website. It's not a sales page. It's just successappointment.com gets you on my calendar. However, I do have a page if you are interested in the wonderful world of personal and professional development and events and, and growth and achievement and leadership, you can go to successocean.biz, successocean.biz, successocean.biz. Just posted a video recently that you can take a look at and get some information on joining the laptop and cell phone lifestyle working anywhere in the world in the personal and professional development industry. So check that out. Everything else, hey, it's either the genesisfrequency.com or successocean.com. Successappointment.com gets you my calendar. That's it. We're out of time for today. I want to thank you so much for listening. This is the Genesis Frequency Podcast, and you've been listening to Dr. Cause and Effect, Dr. Stephen J. Kuzmina, and I wish for you an infinitely spectacular day. God bless you.